this bulletin. The Australian government urged to step up its response to help after Hazara students are attacked in Kabul. Ukraine's ambassador to Australia pushes for support. And in sport, celebrated Opals player Lauren Jackson announces her official retirement again after a surprise comeback at the World Cup. With the latest from the SBS newsroom, I'm Stephanie Corsetti. Australia's Hazara community is mourning the loss of 19 people after a suicide attack in the Afghan capital of Kabul targeted an education centre. No group has yet claimed responsibility for the blast at the Higher Education Centre, but the IS group has claimed previous attacks in the area targeting girls, schools and mosques. Afghan Australians are calling on the federal government to increase its response to the escalating crisis in Afghanistan. Reza Naziri, the vice president of an Australian Hazara community group, says the government must provide at least 20,000 more humanitarian visa places for people fleeing the country. The nature of the country since the, um, the Taliban came to power is getting really harsh, specifically for minorities. And now most of these attacks are concentrated on, on Hazara and also on Hazara neighbourhoods, uh, which we were somehow expecting. But the point is, we are completely now defenceless. Um, Taliban is not protecting us. And uh, we cannot protect ourselves, and the Taliban will, will not allow us to protect ourselves. The Ukrainian government is calling for Australia to help build support in the Indo-Pacific as it seeks further international aid in its conflict with Russia. Ukraine's ambassador to Australia, Vasil Miroshinchenko, says officials are seeking assistance from their Australian counterparts to repel Russia's move to annex parts of the country. It follows Russia's President Vladimir Putin's proclamation that his country had annexed a portion of occupied Ukrainian territory after a series of referendums in the region were denounced as shams by the West. Mr Miroshinchenko says Ukraine will never accept the referendums. Australia's consumer monitoring body is warning Australians and businesses affected by the Optus data breach to be on the lookout for increased scam activity. The Australian Competition and Consumer Commission Scam Watch Unit says people will notice an increased number of phishing emails, phone calls and SMS or social media messages. In one scam text message that is circulating, customers are being contacted about reissued SIM cards. Scam Watch is urging people to not click on links in text messages and to monitor the log inactivity on their financial accounts. Associate Professor for Cybersecurity at Monash University, Carsten Rudolph, says the exposure of the mobile phone number, which is often used in multi-factor authentication, is also a concern. In many cases, the second factor is just a text message to your mobile phone. And at the moment where somebody is able to transfer that mobile phone number to a new SIM card owned by the attacker, they will be able to get that second factor as well. New research has revealed 15% of older Australians experience a form of elder abuse each year. A report into elder abuse prevalence finds over the last 12 months, elder abuse has affected 630,000 people nationally, a number intensified by COVID-19. Age Discrimination Commissioner Dr Kay Patterson says over the next quarter of a century, many more will be at risk, with the number of Australians aged over 65 rising to 9 million. She says while one in six Australians have experienced elder abuse in the past year, only a third of them sought help. It can be psychological, it can be financial, it can be sexual, it can be physical, 
or just neglect, you know, forgetting, not helping mother to get her script in time from the pharmacist. A lot of people don't understand what they're doing is really seen as elder abuse. In sport, Australian basketball star Lauren Jackson has confirmed her surprise comeback at the Women's World Cup was her last appearance for the Opals. Jackson, who retired in 2016 due to a chronic knee injury, rejoined the Australian team at the tournament in Sydney, where they clinched World Cup bronze with a 95-65 defeat of Canada. Jackson left the court to a standing ovation in the final three minutes as her career officially came to an end. Chair of the local organising committee, David Reid, says Jackson's comeback and selection to the Opals team for the World Cup spiked ticket sales by around 125%. And that's the latest from SBS News.